0: Our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart.
1: Welcome to another Wealth Builders Podcast. This is Billy Epperhart, and I'm coming to you, uh, I think it's March the 8th, uh, 2021. I want to talk to you today about what I believe we're coming into a stock market bubble. I'm going to give you some graphs. Obviously, since this is a podcast, I'll have to do that verbally, but I want to give you some information off of some graphs that I'm looking at that I believe will help you understand kind of where where we are. One of the things I want to say is I believe that we are in not just a stock market uh, bubble, but I believe we're really in an everything bubble. It's kind of interesting where where things are. And so one of the things here in 2021, we've just come through COVID We go all the way back uh, to 11, 12, 13 years ago during the really the financial crisis that was caused um, with real estate, of course, during the time of, I would call it the mortgage debacle uh, that we had. And since that time, uh, our interest rates have gone way down. We have a lot of what I call cheap money in the market that's really causing all asset prices to rise. If you remember, average historical interest rates usually run about 6%. So as we're talking about mortgages and entrances, today if you do a Google search, you'll find that we have never had this low of interest rates in the history of the United States of America. So I'm going to say that one more time. We've never had uh, historically interest rates as low as they are now. So what that means is is people, all of us, can borrow cheaply, businesses can borrow cheaply, and of course people that are trying to buy homes can, can borrow cheaply compared to history. And what that really means is if you're able to get, if there's a lot of money supply and people are able to access that money supply, then you've got more money chasing less assets, which makes assets go up. And so today, during this uh, podcast, I'm going to talk specifically about the stock market and then i'll speak some to the real estate market but i really want to talk about in this podcast and the next podcast kind of bubbles what we call asset bubbles the reason the term bubble is used is because you know what's actually happening is you get close you, you use the term bubble because something is about to burst and that means in the context that we're talking about that assets could go down dramatically in value so that's what we mean and so remember to go to wealthbuilders.org and that's our website that you can go get a ton of free information we have a lot of blogs and vlogs on there that uh, you can find i don't know how many articles are on there now but there's over a thousand blogs that you can access from on all kinds of information it's all free everything is free on there we also have a debt reduction. We call it the debt snowball calculator that's on there that you can use. And then in addition to that, we also have a real estate calculator that shows you whether or not if you're interested in buying a piece of real estate, uh, what we would call rental real estate, and what kind of total return would you get on that particular property. And uh, it allows you to put in different variables. So remember, just go to wealthbuilders.org. you'll be able to find that so let's get started here today talking about the stock market and the bubble uh, for example that I believe that we're in and so one of the first things I'll share with you is that when you look at how to value something just value anything there's certain metrics or measuring tools that we use to help us to know if something's overvalued or not and so for example if you go back in history Gold, for example, is a, is an interesting metric that you can use, let's say, to look at the value of houses. And if you look at history, going all the way back, if you go way back, and since here in the United States, and I fully realize we have people all over the world listening to this podcast, but if you, if you just look at the United States and you look at a what we would call a normal three-bedroom, two-bath home in the USA that if you go back historically, back into the 1800s and bring it all the way forward to today, going back, you could, uh, that 200 ounces of gold, typically you'd be able to purchase a really nice single family home for somebody to live in. So that's really kind of, and so gold, so no matter where you are, what you're doing, if you look at 200 ounces of gold today and you look at the price of a of a single family home for example in your area or just look at the median price in america of a single family home you'll find that 200 ounces of gold is close to uh you, you should be able to purchase it in some cases for less than 200 ounces and it's just simply a metric that's the only reason we're using that we're not talking about gold as an investment and i will talk about that not in this podcast but in other podcast but when we look at the stock market and we look at the metrics, there's one metric that we use. It's called price-to-earnings ratio. And the price-to-earnings ratio, let's say, for example, of the S&P 500. Uh, the standards and poor 500 is actually an index of the, of the 500 largest stocks in, uh, in the current stock market today, right? And so if you look at those and then you divide, for example, the number of shares into the price that the market is today, you go back historically, normally the price-to-earnings ratio is about 15 times. The price-to-earnings ratio is about 15 times. When we looked, uh, for example, at where we are today and we compare that, we're pushing 50 times or 50 as the price to earnings ratio. And remember, the standard is 15. So we're actually priced, the the market is priced about three times as expensive right now uh, when we look at it. And that just simply means that it's overpriced. In other words, that the value of stocks have gone up so much. And it'd be like, for example, if you were going to Let's say buy a computer, and all of a sudden, let's say the average computer uh, that you buy is $1,000. I'm talking about a laptop, like a laptop computer. Let's say it's $1,000 for one that you could use and want. I know that's quite expensive because some of you listen and say, man, I just bought one for $300, but but let's just say it's $1,000 so we can keep the math easy. Then all of a sudden, you woke up the next morning, and the exact same computer, outfitted, same brand, everything, same memory, same speed, same everything. And it started selling for 3000 You know, you go, wow, what happened? Well, that's where the stock market is now. Where the stock market is currently as I'm recording this, in March of 2021, the stock market is three times as expensive today. And I have another ratio that'll even that to me is even much scarier than the one I'm giving you now. And so people ask, okay, Billy well, what do I do? Well, if you've got a lot of your money in the stock market, then you need to start backing down some of your exposure. And you can either go to cash or you can go to some other type of investments that don't move exactly based on the value of the stock market. And we can talk about that and I can give you a list of those. But today, the purpose of this podcast is just to kind of let you know that I believe that the stock market is overpriced. Then if we use the one That is called the Warren Buffett stock market indicator. If we use that one, then what you'll find is his is what we call Warren Buffett takes the entire market, all stocks in the U.S. That's all of them. Big, little, whatever. It's what we call the total U.S. stock uh, market valuation. And by the way, just to give a plug, I don't get anything for this, but there is a good website called currentmarketvaluation.com that you can go to. And check it out and I found this indicator on that website the Buffett indicator basically takes uh, the the gross domestic product which really is the total value of goods produced and services provided in a country in one year so if you take the gross uh, gross domestic product uh, for example that we produce in our country And you look at that against the total composite market value of the stock market today, it is 228% above the actual gross domestic product uh, that we use, for example, as the historical uh, trend line. And so when you look at that, right now we are 88% higher, we're almost double, almost 100% higher than the long-term trend line when when you actually divide the gross domestic product into the composite market value for the stock market and so it's amazing and so basically when we look at this i'm telling you as i come to you in this podcast you got to be careful with where the market is right now and then if you look at it just just so you're so you're clear here if you look at it in modern times, going back to 1950, now we could go back to 1929 where the Great Depression happened and basically the stock market went down basically 90%. I think it was 89% to be exact, but basically 90% it went down when it, uh, when it reached its bottom. If you look at the value versus the historical trend since 1950, we have the stock market has never been as expensive as it is right now. As a matter of fact, it is strongly overvalued. If you use the indicators fairly valued, overvalued, or strongly overvalued today, today, and you use the Buffett indicator, and you use that, we are the most overvalued since 1950 that we have ever been. So in the In these last 71 years, the stock market as I'm recording this is the most overvalued that it's been in 71 years. And so I'm sharing this with you. And I, you know, I believe that you're listening to what I'm saying today, but I'm just giving you a word of warning that you need to be aware of where we are in the stock market. Now, if we look at some other indicators and we look at where we are from 1950 to present, um, and and you look at it just, and you just say had one line on the graph, it looks just like what we would call a hockey stick graph. That's how fast that the stock market has gone up, really, since 2010. So we came out of uh, the what is called the Great Recession, 2008, really, it started in 07, 08, 2009, 2010, and if you use 2010, it's kind of where the stock market at the end of 2009 were kind of bottomed from the Great Recession, and then you see it coming back up. It really looks like a hockey stick. That's how it's gone, basically straight up. And so when you look at that, it it becomes scary. Now, there's other things that that we can use to kind of help us uh, understand value. But for a minute, let me talk about real estate. And as we look at real estate, I'm looking at a trend line that came from real investment advice. And uh, we're looking at the 12-month average of the composite home price going all the way back to 1990. Okay? So we're going to go from 1990. We're going to go through the Great Recession, 08, 09, 2010, 2011. And we look at the trend line today, if we look at the trend line, going back to 1990, today we are at least 20% above the trend line as we look at it today. We're, we're at least 20% in the composite home price that we're looking at in the U.S. So the point of it is, is right now, even price, even home prices have got to a place where they're getting overpriced. Now, people always ask me, and I'll come back to this in another podcast, but people always ask me, well, Billy, you know, should I be buying houses right now? Remember that if you're going to buy a house for investment purposes, you need to go back and listen to what we teach you on the Real Estate Mastery Course, or you can go, and by the way, you can subscribe to our courses at uh, WB, that's That's WB, stands for Wealth Builders, but WBUniversity.online. But you can also get for free the blogs that we have teaching you how to value, how to know if the piece of real estate is valued properly. So right now, for real estate, if if you're buying it for your personal home, then my opinion would be, as you're listening to this today, you're going to pay a little more money than you probably would have to. But if you need a place to live, you know, then you buy it and if the market goes down, you're just gonna to have to ride out the downturn. If you're an investor and you're buying for investment purposes, then you just use the one percent rule that we teach you on the gross rent. That means this, that if you purchased a hundred thousand dollar rental property, you want it to at least rent for a thousand dollars a month. Cause even when even when markets go down, for example, we have a bubble that bursts then unless, as long as it's just a recession like the Great Recession, rents have a tendency to go up, or they don't go up dra- dramatically, but they do kind of go up. They they tend to do what we call tick up, simply because everybody needs a place to live. And even people, for example, who lose their homes in difficult times, they have a tendency, for example, they need a place to live, and so rents have a tendency to go up. So this is Billy Eppard, I'm coming to you on this podcast, I've got another one. But make sure you listen to it next week as well. And I'll be talking about some of these same things. So remember, go to wealthbuilders.org. Make sure that you follow us. We put out our blogs every week and you can get those for free. And so we appreciate you listening. And we look forward to seeing you right back here on another podcast. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, You'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders podcast is produced by Celine Williams, with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.